Once again, uh, greetings to you all in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, uh, before that, let me uh, turn to the book of Exodus, chapter 17, verses from 8 to 13. Book of Exodus, chapter 17, verses 8 to 13. I'll read. Uh, shall we uh, open our Bibles and then look into the verses? I'll read fast. And so that we can conclude as per the timing. Then came Amalek and fought with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out men and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in mine hand. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, and Moses Aaron and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And it came to pass, when Moses held up his hand, that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat thereon, and Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands, uh, hands the one on the one side uh, and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until going down of the sun. Third, verse 13. And Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the Word. A small prayer. A loving Heavenly Father, once again we thank you for this precious time, for this new year. Lord, we come into thy presence. I pray that you would set me apart and speak to us, strengthen us, help us to pray, Lord. I pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> once again I thank God for this opportunity of uh, sharing some words and strengthening among ourselves with the word of God. So uh, when I was praying, God is, I was asking God, a Lord, that Lord, give me a portion where we all get focused on you, especially for this new year. So I was thinking and focusing on a couple of portions, but suddenly God has pointed me to this particular portion. That year, when we go this portion, this is a book of Exodus, second book of the Bible, first Old Testament, written by Moses, which has 40 chapters. It explains about the exile of Israel from Egypt and explains about God's power, God's strength, God disciplining Israel, and so many miracles. How God provided Israel there a means of life, water, food and everything. So I, I was just reading and meditating on this. The same way we are strangers in this world, living our Christian life. As Israelites in those days lived in the wilderness, they were waiting for the canon. The same way we the Christians are waiting for Lord's coming to enter into the kingdom of heaven. So we are in this world leading a Christian life, faithfully waiting for him. And of course, there are some ups and downs. Maybe in the last year, even I had some challenges, ups and downs. But still, God is strengthening us to go forward and to live according to his will. So coming to this portion, I directly come to this portion. Here we know this portion. I think many of us know this portion. In chapter 17, verse 8 to 13, we see the defeat of Amalek. And we can even say that the victory of Israel. And the first portion from chapter 17, the first part there, 
people of israel they murmured against moses because they don't have water and there moses says in, in chapter uh, verse 3 chapter 17 and the people thirsted here there and for water and the people murmured against moses and said wherefore is this that thou hast brought us out of egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst see every time you know when we read the scriptures when we read this exodus book of exodus we read every time israel murmuring against moses complaining about moses and of course murmuring about god forgetting everything about god's mercy about god's power and here the same way even though we, we see here in chapter chapter 17 though they murmured though they kept against god still god was faithful still god was trustworthy providing them the water sometimes even i myself and maybe we believers sometimes in spite of seeing many wonderful things many miracles in our life we sometimes backslide in our faithful life in our spiritual life but still god was so much very much faithful god is always faithful to us so when come that's how god was showing his faithfulness and coming to the actual portion here we see that then amalek and fought with israel in rephidim they were in rephidim actually and amalek came for, came fi- came for fighting with israel israel didn't israel didn't go for fighting didn't go to fight with amalek amalek they themselves came to israel came to fight with israel you know there are some times you know in this world we people when we go on our way on a spiritual way there are some things which trouble us there are some situations which tries to drag us back and there are some things which tries to defeat us but still we prevail in many things that's what god is strengthening us here so coming to this uh, chap- uh, chapter 17 second portion and moses said unto joshua the moses the leader of israel leading the people into uh, trying to lead the people into canaan and meanwhile he was talking to joshua as the people as they were this is a war between amalek and israelites when they had this war joshua the moses directly was speaking to joshua and then he what he says that in this particular verse choose us out men and go out fight with amalek tomorrow i will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of the god in my hand so in in conclusion in a short way we can say like this moses went top of the hill lifting his hand unto god keeping his rod towards god and joshua fighting on fighting in the battlefield with amalek amalek so here there are two things moses on the top of the hill lifting his hand joshua fighting with amalek there are two things going on here and we see that when moses lifting his hands israel prevail when moses putting when when he is keeping his hands down amalek prevail that's a wonderful uh, a portion when we read it how how the, how is it possible what is that what is the secret behind that spiritually when you understand the scriptures lifting hands it means that praying to a lord depending on lord so of course a prayer for a christian life a prayer is a breathing for a christian life in communion with a lord that's what people say about a prayer of course we know about prayer we are very strong and of course as as till now brother dale was saying we are we have been praying since 47 years 
Of course, it's God's will. That's how we are day, day by day, day by day, we are getting strengthened. So here, this portion, the, the first part says that Moses is praying and the next thing here in Joshua, in the battlefield, he's fighting. Both should be done in parallel way. When Moses, even though Joshua is fighting, Moses put his, when, when he lifted down his hands, Israel, Amalek were prevailing it seems. Israelites were defeated. In the sense, when spiritually speaking here, when you're lifting up a hands, it's prayer. And when you're fighting here in the sense, that's, that speaks to, when you go back to our chapter, uh, book of Ephesians, chapter 5, chapter 5, 17, verse 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And before that, one more point we can even just understand here. We usually as Christians, as believers, we do not wrestle with the flesh. That's what Paul says, Paul says in Ephesians. There he writes like this. At the same Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12, For we, the believers, we the brethren, wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So when we wrestle, when we fight with the people in the sense, our enemies are basically primarily one, the most important enemy is Satan, the devil. Second one, world is our enemy. Third one, flesh, our own flesh is our enemy. We have so many battles with these enemies in our daily life. So, when coming to our spiritual life, you know, if you want to overcome this, if you want to we want to have a victorious life among these enemies. We should have these two things parallel. Word of God and prayer. They, they should go hand in hand. People generally, maybe in some churches, not of course here. There are some, in our India when we are speaking, you know, some people pray more, maybe one hour, two hours. But they don't spend time in reading the word of God. And some people, they, time, they spend time in reading the word of God, but they don't spend time in prayer. So we should have both the things in the sense that we should have prayer and we should have the Bible reading as well as in the scripture reading. So first thing, why do we read? Why do we read the word of God? To say that I have completed the Bible so many times? Is that so? No. Why do we read the word of God? To know him. To know his power. To know his wonders. To know his love. To know his mercy. To know his great love towards us. That's what everything written in the scriptures about a lot. So when we read scriptures, we know him more. There is a word, I love this phrase very much. The more we know, the more we worship him. The more we know, the more we worship him. Reading scriptures, listening to sermons, listening to testimonies. So when we hear about our Lord, we get to know more about him. And I encourage, maybe this may be helpful for us in this new year. Let's learn more about God and make him known to many people. Maybe in gospel outreach. Maybe in our daily life, wherever we are. We work in some places. We study in the colleges. Wherever we are, first of all, let's know about, you, about, about our Lord more and more, day by day. And make him known day by day more to the other people. That's the part about our word of God. And coming to the prayer part, and one more thing, I want to give a small example, I'll close in two minutes again. 
So when come to the word of God, a pastor was asking a youngster, Hey, come on, maybe, maybe let, let's give him a name as John. Hey, John, how many times you read the Bible? He gives him answer like, Pastor, whenever I get the time, I read the Bible. Is that so? Then pastor tells him that, okay, whenever you get time, do you eat whenever you get time? He asked him a response again, a, a, a second question that, do you eat whenever you get time? No, 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 he says. Do we do, do we do that? Do we eat whenever we get time? No. We eat in the morning when we are hungry. We eat in the afternoon. We eat, we eat even in the night as well. We eat all the three times. But how about the, how about the scripture reading? How about knowing God? So let's know him every day by day, every time. There are so many, these days we have so many, uh, you know, media we have. We have so many resources to learn about him. Coming to the prayer, the part, this part and after this part I'll close it. So here, the prayer, of course, is a primary part of a spiritual life. As the word of God is helping us to know him more and the prayer is helping us to have fellowship with him. You know, of course, we know the verses like when you read Mark chapter 11 verse 24, just I'll close this. I'll read this verses. Mark chapter 11 verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive, then and ye shall have them. If you receive, ye shall have them. Paul says, to the, Paul says in Timothy, I think, you do not have because you do not ask. We do not have some things because we are not asking him. When you ask with faith, he will definitely give you. I want to add a small example to this. In our in churches there in India, we hardly have rain. Sometimes you know, in a summer, maybe sometimes six months we do not have rain. In, in some northern part of India, they do not have rain for at least six to eight months. They have starvation. And then a pastor, they were calling for a prayer. They all started a prayer for rain. Announced in the meeting, next Wednesday, we are, there we do prayers on Friday. This Friday, we are going to have a prayer meeting exclusively. We ask Lord for the rain. Then okay, a family started for prayer while they are coming from their house. Little girl of 10 years, little girl, she was taking her umbrella coming back to the church. Her mother, she did not realize it. They simply came back, they simply started away from their house for the prayer meeting. But this little girl of 12 years, little girl, she was coming out with an umbrella. What a faith, what a wonderful faith. She has faith that Lord, Lord definitely hears our prayers and while coming back, if it rains, what's the situation? That's what the faith. So when you're praying to a Lord, we have to understand that he listens our prayers According to his time, he'll definitely answer our prayers. That's what is done here. God giving a victorious life to Israel. He can give a victorious life to our, to our life, to, to, to his children. We are his children. He is a father. He is a Lord. So when we depend upon him, when we rely on him, there are so many verses. As there is no time, I'm sorry. I'm limiting myself now. So now as it goes on, Moses is praying and Joshua is fighting here. That's where Amalekites, they were defeated. Of course, Jesus Christ, he defeated Satan on the cross. Jesus also used both word of God and prayer. The day, in the night times he used to pray and daytime he used to preach. He used to do the service. Of course, on the cross, he crushed Satan and then he defeated Satan and he had a victorious life and he has given a victorious life to us as well. And with his death, he has given us a privilege to enter his presence directly asking a lot. That's what. 
so let's have a victorious life this year both with us scripture reading knowing him more more and more and let and let others know about a lot and of course with the prayers let's all i encourage that we all let's go with our by scripture reading and let uh, know him more and more and with a fellowship with a prayer with lord let's lord comfort us talk to us speak to us help us in this new year thank you amen, amen.